Hello, hello, and welcome to the You Do You Hum podcast, a place to provide you with motivation, direction, and for me to be your very own cheerleader. If you are looking to move from where you are now to where you need to be, keep listening because I am going to share with you the tips and tricks that I've learned along the way from my 10 years experience in mental health. This podcast is sponsored by my goddamn self. So if you are looking for home scents and affordable fragrances, look for Splendid Bliss on Facebook or Instagram. But for now, let the podcast begin. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of You Do You, Hun. I hope you're well. I hope you've had a fantastic week. I am recording this on Sunday um, in time for Monday. So yeah, I, and again, I'm sorry that I wasn't um, on time last week but or the week before that, but I'm back in action. Um, today's episode I want to talk about is sleep, okay? And the reason I want to talk about sleep is because as you know, I have a baby. The baby is one month yesterday. Little Anderson is one month old. I can't believe it. And obviously, when you have a baby, um, your sleep gets highly interrupted. And I thought it'd be a good one to talk about today because actually, when we don't get enough sleep, that can really impact our own mental health. And I wanted to discuss that with you because I know that there are so many of you out there that are really finding it difficult to sleep, to get to sleep you're waking up and, um, you know, there's no surprise that not having enough sleep does really correlate with high anxiety, low mood. Um, So I wanted to talk to you about that today. But before I get going, um, just a little bit about where we're at. We are kind of managing our sleep right now by doing shifts. So we're not both staying up at the same time and feeding Anderson. You know, one of us is asleep while one of us is up and then we switch, which has been working out really well because it means that we at least get a block of sleep, whether that's four hours, five hours, we'll be lucky if we get to six. Um, but it just means we get that time away where we can have that solid sleep. Um, but it never feels enough, does it? It never, ever feels enough. I didn't realise how much I love to sleep until I wasn't getting any. And um, <laughs> it's funny, really, isn't it? Because, you know, everyone tells you, oh, you'll be so tired, you'll be so tired. And you are. And, you know, the, the nighttime feed about two or three o'clock at the morning, uh, that's a killer. That is an absolute killer. But you look at that beautiful face and you're just like, it's so worth it. It is so, so worth it. So sleep then. Why do we need to sleep? Well, firstly, sleep is very important for us because it's our way of restoring our body. You know, a lot goes on in the body while we are um, sleeping. You know, we are burning calories. And our body is basically in restoration mode and repair mode, essentially. So our body is repairing, you know, our muscles if we've, you know, overextended ourselves with exercise. You know, it's repairing tissue, cells. Um, It's ensuring that our immune system is up to scratch. There's a lot working um, for us while we are sleeping. So it's understandable that when we aren't getting enough sleep, our physical health alongside our mental health is severely disrupted. So that's why I thought it'd be really good to talk about sleep today, because I know that there's so many of you that do really struggle with this. And if you do, you know, call out to us, let us know, you know, what in particular are you struggling with? Is it that you're not, you're finding it hard to fall asleep? Are you finding that you're not asleep long enough? Like, let me know what is your situation, because I'd really um, like to hear it. So when it does come to sleep, it is something that can feel absolutely agonising to people if they're not getting enough and if they're in a state of not being able to sleep. There is nothing more frustrating than not being able to sleep and not knowing how to kind of solve it. So I'm going to share some different tips and things that I've learned along the way from working in mental health that have been effective and that have helped people and fingers crossed it helps you too. So firstly, you know, why? 
why is this a really really important episode well listen you know like the um is it the Yorkie advert where it says you're not you when you're hungry you're not you when you're tired and I'll explain why so I'll give you an example so recently I think this is quite early on to Anderson being there um I think Anderson wasn't settling um I, I was trying I was rocking him I was doing all things I'd fed him I was like what, what's happening why is he not settling and then instantly when Andy had him he settled and I literally just burst into tears and I was like oh my god he doesn't love me why can't he settle with me and I was like what even where did that even come from but instant, but I was his, I was crying like really crying like you know when you're like <gasps> sort of thing and I couldn't stop like I was just really emotional and and he was like do you know what Laura go to bed you know have a night off sort of thing I'll do all the feeds don't worry about it woke up the next day felt like a new bloody person and I was literally like I don't understand why that upset me so much it's okay like of course you know babies are going to settle at different times at different people different smells like that's fine um I don't know why I was so sensitive and I took it inward but I know why I was bloody tired and when you're tired your emotions are really um you're vulnerable you feel more irrational you can't make logical decisions you can't make logical um opinions you know so that was where I was in a state of going you know I need sleep essentially that is what I need because I woke up and honestly I could see that from a completely different viewpoint but imagine if I didn't have Andy and I didn't have someone telling me that I could go to sleep and I didn't have someone, you know, saying it's all going to be okay, you know, someone logical. That would probably really eat away at you, wouldn't it? And if you're continually not getting enough sleep, that's going to start to really impact you, your mental health, your behaviour, perhaps even the way you you behave with your child essentially so sleep is everything essentially so you're not you when you're hungry you're not you when you're tired I would definitely advocate that so hence why it's really really important to sleep and sorry I can hear Anson crying downstairs it's me a little bit but he's okay daddy's got him um so what do we do then because essentially just saying go to sleep or I need to sleep doesn't help if you're in a state of panic and you're telling yourself over and over I just need to go to sleep I just need to go to sleep you're going to be so frustrated with yourself and what you're telling yourself is I need to sleep I need to sleep I need to sleep but the problem is you're becoming more alert more aware that you're not sleeping so the brain just gives you exactly that and you find it really really hard to switch off and it's really difficult to do isn't it because you're like well how can I not focus on that when that's all that's kind of consuming me when I'm falling asleep at my desk or I'm finding it really hard to drive the car or you know I'm miserable because I'm tired you know I'll get you but it's important to try and find some techniques that work for you and I'm going to name a few and and I've not planned today's episode and I probably should have wrote some notes because then at least I can um kind of look back at what I've said but I'll write them while we're doing it because there are a fair few and equally you know try them and and try not to get frustrated if they don't work for you it just means that that isn't your technique you need to find a new one so in terms of sleep the first thing to do and the the reason why a lot of us do not sleep is because we are absolutely consumed by thoughts we are consumed by the day that we've just had the day we're going to have tomorrow the future the past whatever it might be and our brain is swirling it's swirling with all of these thoughts all of these pictures all these negative stories so it's understandable why you're not sleeping because it's like being in a cinema and you can't switch off from being in a cinema can't you equally like you can't switch off when you've got all of that going on 
So the first thing to do first is to basically do a, a brain dumping exercise, which is where you uh, you get everything that is in your mind onto paper, okay? Everything, whatever it might be. And you're basically just trying to dump this out of your brain so that you can move forward and you can have a good night's sleep. So brain dumping. So get a little notebook, write everything down. And equally, if there are things there where you can make a solution for, then write it down. So for instance, um, a big bugbear of mine is being late. So if I've got to be somewhere important, I'll be then thinking the night before, oh, I don't want to be late. So I would write that on one side and on the other side it'd be right I'm getting up two hours earlier or I'm getting up one hour earlier or I'm getting the train before so if this train's late I've got cover um I'm you know going to look at alternative routes in case so I'm going to plan ahead that's going to make me feel really reassured and it's going to dispel the idea of I'm going to be late okay so it means that I might be able to get a good night's sleep another common one is that I, I which I've never done it's sleep through my alarm. Never done it, but it's a fear. So I set several and then that that will solve that, won't it? So you're just trying to counteract the, the anxiety and go, right, okay, well, let's practice let's practice this let's problem solve this situation okay um so that's something that we can do so brain dumping the next one and this may be obvious it might be not but do you have a sleep routine do you have a routine where you go to bed at the same time every night you do things prior to that to get yourself into a sleepy state do you do something where you feel calmer just before and if not this is for you you need to get a sleep routine just like you do for children, they have a sleep routine. Why should you be any different? If you if you struggle with sleep, this will really, really help you get into that space. And another thing, I think the problem is with us as adults, what we do, we have such hectic days. Don't forget, we are constantly hit by overwhelming amounts of stimulus. You know, our phones go in, the TV, we, we're being called for here, there and everywhere. The kids are screaming, partner wants you, whatever it might be. And then you expect yourself just to go to sleep. When you've been prodded and poked and told you need to do this or you need to do that or you're thinking, oh, I need to do this or, oh, God, I hope that person isn't angry with me or whatever it might be. And then you just want to go, and now I sleep. It takes your brain a while to calm down. And if you've had a really hectic day, it's understandable why you find it really hard to drop and you find it really hard to settle because your brain is overactive right now and you're completely overstimulated. So the way to kind of calm that down is to understimulate you, is to get yourself into a good space. So, you know, a lot of people will have a routine, like they'll have a bath every night. So they have a path, you know, they might put lavender um, spray on their pillows. Um, you know, they'll get into bed, they'll listen to a a sleep story or sleep sounds um, and they'll get themselves into a good space and I'd really recommend doing that getting your body and brain into gear of thinking right it's bedtime bedtime's approaching you know you then what then starts to happen when you build this routine your body automatically starts to register that it's quite tired you'll start yawning you'll start feeling quite lethargic you'll start feeling the space of feeling ready for bed so basically what you're doing is you're cheating your brain. You're, you're telling your brain, look, I want to be tired. I'm getting ahead of the game here. And eventually what happens is your brain does just that. It gives you what you feed it, essentially. So if you're getting into a space of going, right, we're getting into bed, we're getting calmer, we're getting quieter, your body starts to get tired. And 
I don't know about you, but do you ever have it where you're so busy throughout the day and it's not until you drop, it's not until you sit down, you realise I'm so tired or you do meditation and you start to feel dizzy and the dizziness is actually your body saying, I'm tired, you know, your brain's going, I need to switch off. So it isn't sometimes till you stop that you notice you're tired, but sometimes it might be too late and you're you're going through that overstimulus. So get yourself into a sleep routine, whatever that might be, and do let me you know what your routine is, you know, do you get into bed half an hour before you want to go to sleep? So you're just in bed. Do you make sure that you're very tired before you go into bed? You know, share your sleep routine with me. I'd love to know because you never know who this might help. Oh, that scared the hell out of me. Oh my goodness. I'm sorry. This was my, so that alarm was to say my shift was over. So um, I had to be asleep. Well, had to be asleep. My sleep tonight was from 5am to 12 today. But I got up early. I got up about 10. So yeah, apologies for that. That scared me. Hopefully it didn't scare you as much as it scared me. <laughs> oh my God, I'm not prepared for this. Um. So yeah, so get yourself into that routine. There are so many things that you can do to implement a good sleep routine. You know, it could be that you write in a diary. Um, it could be that you listen to classical music. It could be that you do a meditation. It could be that you do a breathing exercise before bed. But what is really important with this is consistency, 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 because your brain, your body will start to recognize, oh, we're in a little bit of a pattern here. And don't forget our brain loves habits. Our brain loves patterns. You know, it works quite quickly with that so before you know it you'll establish that that firm habit um, and your body will start to relax so there are many many things out there that you can do um to kind of encourage sleep while you're actually in bed and I know I spoke about it a minute ago but I'd really recommend like sleep stories um you know so going on Spotify and just writing in sleep story and just listening to someone um talk about a particular story why this is really good is it distracts you from your thinking it distracts you from the day that you've had ahead and it gets you into into a space of being quite calm because you're focusing on a story you're listening to someone who's got a really kind of relaxing voice um, and it could be a really good um, way to slip into sleep Um, I always set a timer on mine as well so it doesn't wake me up again so I'll set my timer for usually like half an hour 45 minutes so I'll know that by that time I should be asleep which which hands hands on heart I, I am I drop quite quickly um sorry if there's people here going lucky you bitch uh, but yeah I do tend to go quite quick so sleep stories I'd really recommend the calm app so c-a-l-m the calm app they have fantastic sleep stories on there and they have all different actors like Idris Elba and Matthew McConaughey um lots of Stephen Fry lots of famous people that are reading stories but some of them have such lovely voices and you can just easily like slip into sleep with them so I'd really recommend the calm app um it is free um however there is a subscription if you want the full kind of app or program so do keep that one in mind um but let me know if there's any sleep stories that you resonate with and the big one sleep sounds you know who here listens to sleep sounds what do you listen to going to bed do you listen to wells do you listen to water do you listen to fire burning do you listen to um bird singing you know what that what helps you relax and go into sleep because there are lots out there you can youtube it as well and there'll be hours of it like hours you can listen to one for however long you need but hopefully by the time you press play it won't take you long before you go to sleep so 
sleep sounds can be really, really useful. Do you know what? I've just realised I need to plug in my bloody charger. You know, this could be a disaster, couldn't it, if I don't plug in my charger. Bear with me. Okay. We're back in business. So... Essentially, sleep sounds can be really, really good because they just they do relax you. And there's lots of evidence to say that nature sounds are really soothing. And that's probably because of the fact that, you know, how we were kind of um, here on this earth, you know, our ancestors, we was more within nature. And when we was more within nature, we're grounded. That was where we belong. And a lot of us, we're so far away from nature now. You know, it's understandable why we have increased stress, depression, anxiety, because we're not where we need to be. And I'm sure you can resonate with this when you go walking, when you go outside, when you see plants or nature or flowers, you know, it can pick you up and sounds are no different. You know, we find that even hearing birds chirping can reduce our stress. So that is why it can be really useful to listen to the nature sounds. So let me know if that's something that you listen to. It can be really helpful to kind of switch off and get into a lovely space of sleep. Okay, so next, this might sound like a really obvious one, but actually there are so many things we can do that that can improve our levels of sleeping. So the next one is make sure your sleeping area is comfortable because actually there is a lot of us that are sleeping in rooms that are too warm and we actually need to be in a cool room. The best best sleep um, by research is a dark room that's nice and cool. You don't want a room that's too warm because when it's too warm, we can't sleep. Um, And it's hard, obviously, when we've got summer and things like that, but maybe try and keep the windows open in the day so in the night it's quite quite chilly. Um, You know, ensure that you've got a fan. Um, You know, make sure you've got lighter bedding. You haven't got too heavy bedding. So try and make it a bit more comfortable. Do you need, like, new sheeting? Have you got, you know, we bought, like, this really lovely set, like, it's a green set, like, it's a very luxurious... And I fucking hate it. It's disgusting. Like literally, it just makes me cringe when it's on me. So that's never going on the bed ever again. It looks the part, but it is not the part at all. I can't sleep in it. It's just a really, it's like velour kind of feel. I can't even explain it, but it's not nice. You know, it's all about the cotton, is it? 100% cotton. That's where we need to live in our life. That's where we need to sleep. So make sure it's all comfortable. The temperature's right. The noise level, you know, there's some noises that you just cannot work with. You know, if you are in an environment or your neighbours are very noisy, you may want to establish your own noise. So you might have a podcast, you know, playing under your pillow or the sounds we mentioned or the sleep story. Um, But equally, what you do want to do is try and have a, a, a a a sleeping area that's quite noise free so you know if someone I don't know is with you and they're playing games next to you ask them to go downstairs for instance so you can actually get to sleep and this is a really big one and it's obvious isn't it your screen time so what we know is with light in general light stimulates the brain and it tells us that we need to be awake it's daytime now we need to be up increases the levels of our melatonin um, and why that is um, really important is so that us as humans establish a, a, a cycle, a circadian rhythm. You know, we need to know when we're up, when we're not. And light kind of tells us that. Light is, our, is nature's way of telling us, right, you need to be up now, it's up time. So because of that, 
when you are looking at your screens and you've got light, that does stimulate the same approach. And that does kind of tell your brain, well, I need to be up because it's light. So that artificial light can really impact your sleep cycle because it's kind of telling you that you need need to be up. So that is why teenagers especially really struggle with their sleep because they're on their phones until one or two in the morning and they want to just sleep. So, you know, they're finding it quite hard to switch off. So I would say try and make sure that you are not going on your phone, maybe even an hour before. Just try and get yourself into that space um, or even turn your lights right the way down. That's what I do because I find the light too bright anyway. Um, And try and do that every night and see if that makes a difference. And alongside that, caffeine. You know, if you are drinking a cup of coffee before you're about to go to bed, you know, it's understandable why you might feel wired. Or it might even be tea. You know, there is caffeine in tea. So just have a think about what you are having before you go to bed, what you're eating and drinking, and and have a think about whether that could impact you um, and impact your sleep cycle. Because it might be you just need to make some some little changes to make a massive difference in your... um, life when it comes to sleep and last but not least you know is it somebody in the bedroom with you that is causing you not to sleep you know a partner snoring for instance you know that is so frustrating I remember when me and Addy first lived together and we first like slept in the bed and I was like oh my god it's so weird sleeping some- next to someone but even if he was breathing I was like you're too loud you're too loud <laughs> poor guy um but it's tough isn't it it's tough seeing from someone and if they are snoring for instance it's um yeah it's really really annoying because you're kind of like well you're having a fantastic sleep and um I saw a being once that was saying you know when someone's um someone's snoring next to you and you're not awake it's kind of like and you're not asleep it's kind of like them them going I'm asleep ha 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 (laughs) which really made me laugh so yeah it might be you need to get some um earplugs and also actually it might be a case that they might need to have a look into it further. If they are also alongside of snoring, you know, find that they are dropping and they are sleeping very quickly. Um, it could be a case that they've developed sleep apnea, which is, is quite a dangerous condition. It's where the airwaves during your sleep um, block. So because of that, what happens is you wake up and you kind of choke and it can be like you're gasping for air. But because you're in a deep sleep, you don't notice or some people might wake up really quickly and not understand why. And it could be because of that. So if if, if you have if you have got know someone that's quite a deep snorer and seems to be uh, low in energy throughout the day and can go a, sleep really quickly um do look into that because my dad has that and I was the one that was like um I was doing a level psychology at the time and I was like do you know what I think you've got this and yeah he does he has this little machine now that he has to wear it opens up his airways so that he doesn't um yeah so they don't close essentially because what you were finding is when he looked at the um machine he was like not breathing lots of times in the night, which is absolutely terrifying. Um, so do look into that as well. And I've gone on a tangent there. So that's it for me. So I hope that helps in terms of what you can do to sleep. So firstly, we've got the brain dumping exercise. So get everything on paper, find out solutions. You know, I've even found um, writing it on paper, ripping it up, putting it in the bin has been really helpful or leaving it in a different room just so it's literally like, right, I've done that. It's gone. It's physically gone. Next, establish a sleep routine. You know, do something the same every night to try and establish that routine so your brain and your body knows it's bedtime hon you've got to go to bed look at some sleep stories do some research find ones that I would say that are really boring and you like listening uh, to their voice you know there are some that are really like 
I don't know, that's, I don't know if this is horrible to say, but you know, really like overly American and like really like, hi guys. And that, that just drives me up the wall. But I need someone really soft and gentle and that really works for me. So you've got to see what works for you. Next, sleep sounds. Like I said, there is lots of research to say that we do reduce our stress. We do relax when we listen to a variety of nature sounds. But you've got to find what works for you. If I listened to a bunch of whales or dolphins in the night, I'd be like, this is hell. Whereas for me, I need to listen to like fire burning. It makes me feel of like coziness, Christmas, winter. And I drop like that. Make your sleep area comfortable. You know, think about the temperature, the noise level, the light. Is it too bright? Do you need a, a better curtains? Do you need blackout blinds? Do you need an eye mask? What can we do to make your sleep more comfortable? Do you need different bedding, for instance? Um, screen time, be mindful of that. Like I said, again, you know, we didn't have our phones before. We managed quite fine. So, you know, maybe for an hour, you do your routine. You think about something that's good. You do something nice and caffeine remember what are you putting into your body that can be having an effect later when you're trying to sleep so I hope that helps that is all from me let me know how you sleep I'd really like to know and what you found works for you because routines are everything and we can really learn from each other as always I know there are many of you listening to this podcast and I'd really appreciate a review as I've said to you reviews ensure that more people listen to the pod so do an act of kindness today share a review and then you never know it could really help someone and it also share this on your Instagram story because if anything resonates with you that means it will resonate with someone else usually so do share do give do some love um, and as always you can always connect with me at you do you hum podcast on Instagram see you soon guys bye this podcast is sponsored by Laura Burke Training and Consultancy. That's right, my mental health training company. So if your company needs mental health first aid or workshops around mental health, I'm your girl. I am here to provide tools and techniques to staff to help them improve their mental health. So if you'd like to find out more, go to www.lauraburke.co.uk. Thank you.